Hey guys, welcome to Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things, a podcast about how to get through life and find God in every season while walking in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm so glad you're here. Just as God gave you your gifts and your talents and the things about yourself that are your strengths, so he gave you your weaknesses. Your weaknesses are as much planned and purposed in your life as your strengths. And weaknesses get a bad, bad rap. And they can be the source of all the lies we believe about ourselves. And they can be the platform for which biases are formed and stigmas um, come about. And we focus so much on getting rid of or covering or hiding our weaknesses. You know, we have a fight with our spouse before church and we dry our eyes, put on makeup and tell everyone that we're okay. We lose a baby and we pretend that we're okay. We see someone else excel in life and we don't address the jealousy that we feel. Everything we do is so much of the time to cover up the stuff inside of us that's weak and broken and fragile and sinful. And I'm not saying that God planned our sinfulness. That's not what I'm saying. But I do believe that he purposed and planned for our weaknesses. And I believe that those are as much a part of our identity as our gifts and our talents. And I think that we often focus too much on growing the things in our lives that will get us uh, fame and recognition from man and therefore make us feel good about ourselves when we should spend equal or more time even on the weaknesses God has given us and how those weaknesses in our lives, in our hearts, in our minds can drive us to the Lord because We are not here to be good and we are not here to gain favor from man. We are not here to get money and to excel and to be on top of things. Those things are gifts and they're they're additional things that we may or may not receive, but they're not the goal. And we live in a generation where it's all about you and it's all about me and it's all about, you know, Do what makes you feel good and go after what you want to go after. And if you like it, do it. And if you want it, get it. And it's trying to impress and it's trying to beat, you know, this person with Instagram and Facebook and this person outselling that person. It is. If we're honest, we live to step over the next person and to be able to gratify this deep hole in our 
in our hearts and our spirits and our lives that we're not good enough. And we try to fill that by having other people see us and we achieve that short-term sense of fulfillment and purpose and belonging by getting and grabbing and having and doing and being seen as something with value and strength um, and wisdom and just that's the person everybody wants to be around blah 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 when that's not right that's not what especially believers are called to do we are called to be more and more focused on Christ. We are called to be more and more changed into the likeness of his image. We are called to decrease so he can increase. We are called to to pick up our cross every day. We are called to follow after God and God's heart and God's plans for our lives. And so how do we do that? Well, it's certainly not by focusing on everything that we are good at. It's, I believe, by focusing on our weakness. And I'm not saying focusing like obsessing. But stop being afraid of your weakness. Stop trying to hide your weakness. If more people went into the house of God and out into the world and they were just themselves, not these fake versions of themselves, think of the, think of the, of the new wave of freedom that could be born from that if everybody went into the house of God and they were in touch and open to their sinfulness and open to their weakness and they were able to begin pouring out before the Lord and each other their need for help and support and it was received because it was just what was being done Sometimes it's just what we do that becomes the new norm and the new level of, of acceptance. And so nobody does anything different. So if you don't, you know, come to church and talk long enough, if you have these superficial conversations for a long enough period of time, then nobody even knows how to have a real conversation. And why is all of this important and how does it all fit together? Because it's all surrounding this idea, this concept that your weakness does not make you less of a person. Because you're never were supposed to be this great person because none of us are great. It's God that gives us our identity. It's God that steps into our place when he died on the cross and when he rose again When he took our sin and he paid it in full with his precious, precious blood, the blood of Jesus Christ. You were never meant to be good enough. You were meant to be emptied so he could fill you. And how do you get to the place of being emptied? You realize that you don't have anything to prove. You realize that you don't have to strive. You realize that your weakness is the place when you accept that and you see that as a gift from God that he purposed in your life. Your personal weaknesses are the place where you can find Jesus. Your personal weaknesses are the place where his power will flow through you. Your weakness is the plug 
where the Lord can plug into you and pour out his spirit, not only into your life and empower you to live victoriously, but to other people that you come in contact with. Because it really isn't all about you or me. It has very little to do with us. It has everything to do with God. And yes, we benefit from that. But today I want you to look with fresh eyes and a new perspective. I want you to ask the Lord to start changing your heart and your mind literally surrounding your weakness, your handicap, your mental disability. This is for anybody. This is for the stuck up Christian that's conceited and thinks they're better than everyone but can't admit it. There is grace for you. There is forgiveness for you. There is a place for you in the family. You don't have to defend yourself because God says that because of him you're enough. There is a place for the person who struggles with depression every day of their life and nothing works. Your depression is a platform for you to find God. And that's not saying that it doesn't hurt, friend. And that's not saying that it isn't terrible. I have been depressed. I know the pain of depression. But I am saying that depression may be being allowed in your life, but it does not have the final say of your heart. And you can find God. You are positioned for a special special relationship with the king of the universe. Stop viewing your depression as this reason to fall into a heap on the floor and think that you're not loved and you're not valuable and there's not a place for you because that's a lie. Is depression hard? Yes, it is. But God loves you and there is a purpose in it. Refuse to believe that the depression is this problem that you need to get rid of. It's good to work towards healing, but stop striving and focusing on it as this thing that's going to take you under because it won't. It won't because God is in even the most terrible diagnosis. And again, don't let my words get twisted. I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to get better. And I'm not saying that depression isn't terrible. I'm saying that it's not something to be feared. And it's not the end. And a weakness does not mean that you are less of a person. If there's someone that's listening that struggles with mental illness of any type, you are in a position to find Jesus Christ. Your weakness is not something that you should hide. Your weakness is not something that should stop you and it's not something that should shame you. Lift your head up. Whatever you're going through and realize that God purposed your weakness that you have in your life, whatever it is, pride, uh, covetous spirit, mental illness, physical handicap, um, anything at all. Your weakness is a special gift that positions you to have a deep relationship with God. 
and it is the outlet to which he will plug into and his power and his redemption can flow in you and through you and out of you to touch the world that is in desperate need. Be encouraged because if God is for you, who can be against you? That doesn't mean that things aren't hard, but what it means is that if it's being allowed, God has allowed it. And since he is king over all, all powerful, all sufficient, Lord above all else, then he is the Lord over whatever it is that is tormenting you. Whether it be physical, supernatural, mental, spiritual, a heart issue, relational, it doesn't matter. If it is being allowed in your life, it is there for a purpose. And if it's there for a purpose, then it means it serves to do something. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. So you can rest assured that if it is being allowed in your life, it may hurt, it may be terrible, it may be impossible, you may not be able to do a thing about it. But if it's there, God has allowed it to be there because he wants to use it and use it to bring you closer to him and you closer to a world that needs him. And the thing that's tormenting you does not have the last say. The thing that's tormenting you cannot stop you. The thing that is tormenting you is an avenue for God to shine through you. Just as you are, and I'm not saying don't strive to be more, but just as you are is how God wants you. If he wanted you to be different, he would have created you different. And just as he numbered the hairs on your head and he created you in your mother's womb and he numbered your days, And he gave you your gifts and your talents. He gave you your weaknesses too. And your weaknesses are of more value to God than your strengths are. Because your weaknesses point you to God. And they keep you dependent on him. And when you are dependent on God, that is when he moves heaven and earth to show up for you, to defend you, and to establish you. Refuse to be afraid today, friend. Refuse to to doubt the goodness of God because you were created with a purpose. You are loved. You are special. And God gave up his only son for you. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad you stopped by. 